I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. in the Sports Betting Network. I'm Jeff Parles. It's Wes Reynolds. You always see Wes Reynolds. It doesn't matter what time of day, but he's always on the network. Yeah, we're uh, here for the uh, the 1030 show, Jeff. It's like a comedian uh, doing two shows in one night. So was here with Patrick on Lombardi Line earlier today, and now we cap off the day with you. Yeah, it'll be, uh, be a lot of fun. Our guy Kenny White will be with us momentarily, and uh, of course, we'll check in with Mike and Derek uh, down at uh, at Circuit Stadium Swim a little bit later on in the program. But Wes, let's just uh, let's do some housekeeping here, mm-hmm. uh, right out of the gate here. Uh, some bad news for my New York Jets. Uh, it, usually an evergreen statement, but today, really bad one coming out of the joint practice in Green Bay. Their big offseason acquisition, Carl Lawson, who they mm-hmm. signed to a multi-year contract. Ruptured Achilles, his season is done before it even starts. And also seeing some reports about the uh, former first-round pick, Mekhi Becton, still trying to play himself into shape. I believe uh, the weight that was reported was 363 pounds, so heavier than I think that the New York Jets and Robert Sala want him to be, so he is trying to play his way into shape. And obviously, your left tackle when you have a rookie quarterback uh, behind him is a very important position. So, look, a lot of teams working through these injuries and, and whatnot, and a lot of teams, really, I've noticed kind of in the preseason, having problems on that offensive line. It's it's one of those, again, Wes, where no one saw a training camp a year ago. Right. And there were no preseason games a year ago where I just think there's a lot of these reports from camp that are a little more amplified mm-hmm. just because we didn't have this a year ago. Yeah. So, I, again, I'm not raising the alarm bells with anything we see in camp. I normally don't anyway, unless if it's just either a really just, hey, I'm not sure this guy can play in the league, which we know Becton is, is a capable left tackle. Sure. Uh, or it's someone who's just playing way above their head. Those right. would be the only two times I really look at training camp. Things. Right. And yeah, all the narratives and of course having hard knocks back following Dallas Cowboys. So everything kind of gets magnified here because like you said, we didn't have a camp and we have a shortened preseason to boot because that's what's interesting about this whole card this week is that some teams are going to use week two as the dress rehearsal and some teams are going to use week three as the dress rehearsal. So that's where it's a lot speculative and that's why you've seen a lot of these prices, especially on the totals, 
have been bet to the over. I think it was 14 and three. If you count the Hall of Fame game in Canton, 14 and three to the under. Most of the totals you've seen off the opener have moved up this week because I think we expect that a lot less players are going to be held out this week. I mean, certain teams are going to hold them out no matter what. I think the Rams led in all of the NFL last week. 38 guys held out. Minnesota not too far behind at 33. But you're going to have, I think, at least more starters pretty much for most teams at least playing more this week. Now, whether they go the full first half, like in a typical dress rehearsal game, because usually that third game is the dress rehearsal, but that is now next week. So maybe it's get the guys at the back of the roster a little bit of time to play, whether they're going to make the ball club or give them some film to show somebody else. One man's trash is another man's treasure this time of year in terms of the cuts and the waiver wire. So we shall see. Maybe next week might be a dress rehearsal for some teams, though, because you do have two weeks in between the regular season now. We do have one game tonight. West Philadelphia welcomes New England to the link tonight. We uh, saw this open New England laying a point and a half. It is now flipped. It's either a pick or the Eagles laying a half, or we see a one at Circa right now. Mm -hmm. Total's gone up, as you said, Wes. It's been pretty clear. The total's being bet up across the board. This open 37, juice to the under. Now we're looking at 38 and a half, juice to the over right now. Yeah, and I think you're going to continue to kind of see this this pattern here where most of the games are going to move to the total unless they totally rule out and they come to say, okay, we are going to sit this guy. We're not playing starting quarterback fill in the blank here all preseason then you'll see it move to the under a little bit I did bet the Eagles very small tonight a small play I took one and a half when it was available and look I think Nick Sirianni is going to care about this game now I know that angle didn't work very often last week in terms of that first time head coach but they were pretty good in the first half they came out pretty strong last week against Pittsburgh and then kind of blew the win late Bill Belichick got that win over the Washington football team last week so I think got it under their belt now he wants to see a little bit more. I'm not sure how much Cam is going to play tonight, but I do like the Eagles here small at home. I'm sure there are some people that are still unhappy with Ramondre Stevenson at mm-hmm. the end of that game still mm-hmm. was. He's not happy if he makes the ball club. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> he didn't go Brian Westbrook. You got a young guy trying to make the roster here. Kenny White is going to be with us momentarily here on My Guys in the Desert. My guys in the desert here on v I'm Jeff Parles, Wes Reynolds alongside. Happy to be with you, uh, Wes. It is, a, it is a Thursday. We're ever so closer to week zero. So we got to bring in our guy, Kenny White, with us right now. Uh, Kenny, uh, happy to have you on. Today we're going to look at uh, gonna look at the middle America. Today we're going to look at the MAC <laughs> and we're going to look at the American. We'll start in the AAC because we have the highest rated non-power five to begin a year in the playoff era in Cincinnati. They have a win total of 10. We know they have the games against Indiana and Notre Dame on that schedule, Kenny. Uh, I know you uh, like them in that game against Indiana. If they go undefeated here, 12-0 regular season, win the AAC title game, what are the chances you give them of being the first non-power five in the playoff? Yeah, I give them a great chance, Jeff. Uh, This is a a solid football team that's uh, proven that over the last couple of years. When you look, 11 wins, 11 wins, and 9-1 and last year. And now they have almost everybody returning from last year's team. Uh, Yeah, if they can win at at Indiana and at Notre Dame and then run the table when when everybody's going to give you their best shot, um, I I think they would be deserving because my power rating right now is 118. Um, if this team was able to run the table, my adjustments would probably get them to about a 124. They'd only be a, about a touchdown, maybe a 10-point underdog in, in that college playoff game. So, yeah, I think they're definitely deserving if they run the table. Kenny, uh, I know you pay attention, and obviously in your guide, which everybody should have, and they can get that at Kenny White Sports, uh, what you want to look at, and you do evaluate player rankings where you rank a certain value of a player in terms of your power rating, but in terms of, like, coaches, we now do have a new defensive coordinator in Cincinnati. It is Mike Tressel, who has been on the Mark D'Antonio staff at Michigan State for the better part of a decade and a half. He, by the way, is the nephew of Jim Tressel. So he takes over. Marcus Freeman takes the D.C. job with Brian Kelly at 
Notre Dame. Do you see really any drop-off or any difference between this unit from last year? I don't, uh, Wes, because I'm going to I'm gonna feel that Luke Fickle, who's a defensive guy, and it's his, it's his system, uh, he's going to be overseeing the uh, overseeing what Mike Tressel does there. So I, I have no worries about it. This this Bearcat program has been built on their defense uh, since Fickle got there. Last year was their best offensive team ever because of Desmond Ritter at quarterback. So I think defense will still come first in Cincinnati. Kenny White with us right now here on My Guys in the Desert. Uh, Kenny, we're staying in the AAC. Let's go to a team that has a win total of eight and a half that you think is going to be the second best team in the conference, and that is the Houston Cougars. Of course, Dana Holgerson uh, starting to really get control of that program after coming over from West Virginia. What, what do you like about this Cougar squad this year? Uh, a lot of returning experience on both sides of the football and a, and a solid quarterback in Clayton Toon, a senior. But 13 guys with starting experience on the offensive side, 14 on the defensive side. And, yeah, you're right. Last year was a little bit of a rough year. Two years in a row, Holgerson with a losing record. But I, I think this is the best team that he's had. Um, it usually takes a coach three years to get, get his team where he needs it to be. And I, I think that uh, Dana Holgerson has his team there. I like Holgerson as a coach. So I, I believe in him, and I, I mean, I'm just looking at all these fifth and sixth year seniors that he has on his on his starting unit and his second string. So very very deep, very experienced football team. Uh, they should have a great year this year. So yeah, they're they're my my one of my better over picks. I'm at 9.6 wins. I went over eight minus 25, but I think going over eight and a half uh, plus money is probably even a better bet. Yeah, I'm with Kenny, actually, on Houston. I think they're the number two team in the AAC, not really rated as such by a lot of the pundits in the media that covered the AAC, but a lot of impact transfers also coming in on offense for Houston, so I think that gives two more weapons. But, Kenny, let me ask you about a team that you have just a little bit below Houston, that is the UCF Knights. And, look, UCF is kind of like if you compare them to college basketball. They're like the Dayton or the Xavier of college basketball. It's like everybody wins at those programs, and everybody wins at UCF. Scott Frost that won there. O'Leary won there. Josh Heupel. I would think Gus Malzahn is going to win there. But what do you make of this team, Kenny? Because you know you got Gus Malzahn. He likes to run a lot of zone read and some option with the quarterback running. But you've got one of the best pure passers in all of college football in Dylan Gabriel. So you think he makes Gabriel adjust to his system or does he adjust to his quarterback this year? You know, I, I Wes, I'm going to guess that he's going to make Gabriel adjust to his system a little bit and, you know, maybe meet somewhere in the middle. Uh, it's a still a really good football team. I've got them ranked 111, uh, 11 points better than average. And um, I, I'm worried about the, the new coaching staff coming in. As you mentioned, though, everybody that's been there has won, uh, but that was that was Frost and Heupel. And I think Heupel may have won more with Frost players uh, uh, in, in those several years that he had them. But um, – I'm I'm thinking there may be too many chefs in the kitchen on this team now, bringing in uh, co-offensive coordinators, co-defensive coordinators, mm -hmm. and a new voice in Gus Malzahn. Uh, uh, I think it's going to be a little bit of a rougher year. They're going to still win eight, nine games probably, but I'm under nine and a half. They have to win 10 to beat me. I just don't see it happening. I know they're going to be an underdog at Cincinnati and an underdog at SMU. Um, and I think they lose both those. The uh, at, at, uh, Louisville game's tough. And they open with Boise, who's who's no gimme. And, and the spread saying that is, you know, a pick em type of football game. So, yeah, I'm, I'm under here. They're going to be, uh, you know, a little bit of a down year, but they're still a winning team. Kenny White with us right now here on My Guys in the Desert. Kenny, uh, is there any value in the two-win-the-conference markets right now? Well, I, I think Houston, and I'm glad Wes agrees with me, they're the second-best team in the AAC. So looking at Houston right now, 13-1 to one to win it all. Um, yeah, I'll take that for the championship games. We'll be laying a lower money line than that on Cincinnati uh, in that championship game. So we know it's going to be Cincinnati. There's no doubt about that. So you're, you're taking a little bit of a shot, but 13 to one, you're not going to get that when the game tips off or when they, when they blow the whistle to kickoff, it's going to be probably minus $8 plus $5. So you'll, you'll have a nice little hedge. 
Kenny, is there a team maybe kind of in the second half of the pecking order here in the American that you might look at as a fade this year, the team you're looking to go against? Obviously, uh, some relatively not a lot of new coaches, but guys still in like in their second year, like a Rod Carey at Temple, East Carolina, Houston's in his third year. Uh, Jeff Scott, formerly Clemson offensive coordinator, second year at USF. Any one of those teams that you're looking to go against this year? It scares me because I, you know, this is a good conference for coaches. I like all these coaches. Uh, uh, the one team that I think that I'll fade, and I am fading, is South Florida. Uh, but their win total so low at mm-hmm. three, going to be going to be tough to keep it under that. But I think they can. I don't think they can win four. I think they can win three, but I think it's almost going to be impossible to win four. We're at question mark still on a Jeff Scott if he's going to be a good head coach. One and eight last year. The conference is that much better. So uh, that would be the one team. Also, you know, East Carolina, but Mike Houston is a guy that I think can win, and I like his returning starters. He's got a lot of returning experience, but the number there is a little higher than mine, five over 35. I I have 3.9 wins for East Carolina. So that was another team looking to go under on. Kenny, let's uh, let's keep it in middle America, but let's go uh, to the Mid-American Conference, the MAC. Of course, uh, everyone loves a little bit of MACTION. And you are really high on the Western Michigan Broncos, a win total of six right now, Kenny, but you think they're going to fly over that win total. Yeah, I do, Jeff. Uh, right now, my, my 8.2 wins is my projected number for, for Western Michigan. Uh, Tim Lester now in his fifth year at, at uh, Western Michigan. Um, plenty of experience back, nine starters on offense, 11 on on defense. Tim Lester is a quarterback guy. He's been a quarterback coach everywhere he's been. And and his quarterback, Cale Bellaby, is a stud, uh, can stretch the fields, got mobility to run if he needs to. Uh, but I, I just like the offensive line. Love the line, love the running backs and uh, the defense. Uh, I think this team has vastly improved. Um, he's shown he can win seven and six, seven and six, and then last year, four and two. Um, but that was not with the same type of players that he has on this team. And the, and the main reason is really Ellaby. Uh, 18 touchdowns last year, just two interceptions. Uh, kid had a tremendous season, and I don't expect those type of numbers, but I am expecting close to 30 touchdowns, maybe six or seven interceptions this year. I expect him to go over about 3,400 passing yards, too. So um, this is a good football team. They're solid on both sides. And, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of value there going over the eight. Yeah, the balance of power certainly seems to be, I think, a little bit more in the West Division with Western Michigan. Toledo uh, returns a lot, returns that running back, a deep quarterback room, and also Ball State, who I know a lot of guys like in the West Division. But let's flip to the East, Kenny. It's been Buffalo that's pretty much a reign supreme. Lance Leopold now going to try to do a rebuild at the University of Kansas. So uh, uh, taking over, uh, you you have a new coach there in Buffalo with Leopold out. It is Maurice Linguist to replace him. But what do you make of this East division? Do you feel like Buffalo kind of comes back to the pack a little bit? Uh, They lost Jarrett Patterson, who was kind of their all-world running back. Do you see this as a more wide-open division on the Eastern side? Yeah, but they reload with Kevin Marks at running back. He'll he'll be the all-world running back this year. Uh, 6.6 yards a carry last year, ran for seven. Averaged over 100 yards a game when he was the backup to the all-world running backs. Uh, they're they're well-stocked at running back. They have a lot of talent back on defense. Um, they got their starting quarterback back. So, uh, it, but obviously, learning curve uh, with Maurice Lindquist uh, coming in, first head coaching job. That always scares me. Could get off to a slow start, but they do get Wagner to begin the season. Um, and I guess three, three, four solid games to start the year before starting conference is probably a plus for Buffalo. Uh, the only team that I see, you know, there's two teams, I guess, Kent State and Miami of Ohio. Um, I both have them winning more than four games in the conference. So there are two teams that actually could give Buffalo a little bit of a, a shot for the conference. Sean Lewis, I think, has done a nice job at Kent building that program. He's got a great quarterback, too, at Kent. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's going to be interesting. Um, but a new coach always does scare me, Wes. And, uh, this team has talent though. The cupboard definitely wasn't bare. They're, they're the most talented team in the conference. I think, well, I shouldn't say that. I, I think Western Michigan's the most talented team in the conference, but Buffalo is a uh, one or one a Kenny white with us right now. Of course, uh, go download his, uh, college football power ratings book that, Every college football better needs KennyWhiteSports.com to get that right now. Uh, Frank Solich retired at Ohio U. Uh, Now Tim Albin takes over Kenny. Win total for the Bobcats. Uh, 
right now at seven at DraftKings. But uh, you're, you're looking, you're looking that this is going to be a, a regression year for the Bobcats under a new head coach. Yeah, you know, I, I've seen this situation pan out so many times over the years with new coaches in any sport. Um, when you're an assistant, you're an assistant, and it is so hard to step in and be the head coach because, you know, it's good cop, bad cop, and you've been the good cop for so long to all these kids, and as soon as you turn on them to be the bad cop, you lose them, and, and it's going to be tough. And just some guys just aren't meant to be head guys, and Tim Alvin's not just going to be the head guy. He's going to continue to be the offensive coordinator as well. So uh, double duty for a guy stepping into this, uh, I just don't see it happening. Um, they, they return the least amount of returning experienced players of anybody in the conference. Their defense just returns five players with experience. Um, that's that's going to be really rough this year on them. So I think it's going to be a long year uh, for Ohio, for the Bobcats. So, yeah, that is one team that I definitely went under on, under six and a half, plus a dime there with them. I think that's a very good bet. And, uh, Kenny, when you hearken back to kind of the early part of the last decade, the dominant team in the West was Northern Illinois there in DeKalb. And now looking at Northern Illinois last year, abbreviated 0-6 season, they do get Rocky Lombardi in, the transfer from Michigan State. Uh, so he looks like he is going to start there. Do you see any rebound from this program? Because Northern Illinois is always one of those programs that I kind of looked at as a culture program where they always would find ways to win no matter who was the quarterback, uh, whether it was uh, – uh, the kid uh, Jordan Lynch or whomever, but Northern Illinois has just really fallen off. I don't know if it's recruiting or what is going on there. What do you make of the Huskies? Yeah, I think it'd be a little bit of both. Uh, I think it's recruiting a little bit with uh, with the Huskies. Um, I, I have them at four wins, win total three and a half over 45. So right on that number, I don't want to go over with them. Uh, they probably have the least amount of returning experienced players, six on offense, just five on defense. Um, Quarterback Rocky Lombardi, I only rated two and a half points above an average college quarterback. So in the pecking order, a guy that's transferred in from a big school like Michigan State should be ranked a lot higher than that. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're getting a bargain there. So he's probably ranked around eighth or ninth best quarterback in the conference. In my ratings right now, he had threw for 54% last year at Michigan State. I know the defenses were better, and he also threw more interceptions and touchdowns. So couldn't give the guy that high a rating, so that really hurts the team rating. If he, Rocky Lombardi plays out of this world, and I got to keep adjusting his rating, I'm going to keep adjusting Northern Illinois up, and that win total will probably get over the three and a half. But I, Wes, I highly doubt it. I think they're probably going under that. He's Kenny White. You can get him on the tweets at KWhiteyVegas. Of course, go to KennyWhiteSports.com to get your copy of the College Football Power Ratings today. Kenny, it's always a pleasure to catch up with you. Thanks for being with us today. Yeah, yeah thanks for having me, guys. Enjoy the game tonight. Uh, I agree with Wes. Uh, let's go Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Got some reinforcement here. Fly, fly Eagles, fly for yes, Wes. Yes, fly, and, uh, Eagles, fly. And, uh, and Kenny, what I think that'll be the only time you'll say that all year, Wes. More than likely, yeah. <laughs> a lot of switches there. Eagles former quarterback now in Indianapolis, my hometown team, and now our former offensive coordinator takes over in Philadelphia. So we'll see how that goes. It didn't really go last week in that angle, but I think this week it should go a little bit better for Philadelphia. Yeah, I, I, t I tend to agree with you, but I, uh, I, I, I'm i staying off. I'm staying off tonight. Uh, a, a little bit of discipline for me, which is uh, a rarity, as we know, Wes. Sometimes get... the best bets are the ones not made. 100% right there. When we get back, go to my home state, Liberty National. Give you an update on what's going on in the first event of the FedEx Cup playoffs in the PGA, the Northern Trust. That update coming up next here on My Guys in the Desert here on VSIN. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. 
I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans, and yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> you're here. You're here already. No. no we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The that's we the didn't problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh, my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and <laughs> didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how oh. lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. OddsTraders.com studio at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Go to OddsTrader.com. Download the free OddsTrader app right now and start winning with up to the second info you need. OddsTrader.com for more. It is my guys in the desert. I'm Jeff Parles. Wes Reynolds alongside Wes. uh, Of course, you and Brady Cannon every week uh, do the great program Long Shots. So let's, uh, let's talk some golf right now. We'll go to uh, we'll go to the Northern Trust, uh, Liberty National, uh, Jersey City, New Jersey, for this week. And uh, so far, it has been a good start for one Mr. Rom and one Mr. Thomas West. Yeah, John Rom just took the lead temporarily. I believe JT is going to have a two-putt birdie basically here on 16. He drove the, the short par four at 16, so putting for eagle. I think he just missed it, and he'll have a birdie coming back. But right now, Rom and Thomas, top of the leaderboard, and they're on the top of the leaderboard, too, in terms of uh, strokes gained approach, which is going to be important here this week. Uh, Rom 272, 271 for Justin Thomas, so they are right up there in terms of the leaders, actually. 
actually. A couple guys ahead of them on the stat board for that, but they are well down the board. So John Rahm showing no signs of rust, though, has not played in a few weeks. Obviously had to withdraw from the Olympic Games due to COVID-19. And he also uh, did not play at the WGC event in Memphis. And one of the things at the WGC event that led me to Justin Thomas was he was four for approach and he taps in for birdie. Now both at six under par, kind of nearing the end of their rounds. I believe Thomas threw 16, Rom threw 15. But Justin Thomas finally showed a little something with his irons at Memphis. I think he was fourth on approach in that field, was not a contender to win the tournament. But if you follow Justin Thomas, you know his bread and butter is his irons. And it's really when you look at the stats kind of over the last year or so, it's always been one-two with Morikawa and Thomas in terms of strokes gain approach or greens and regulation gain, whatever, what have you. So if you've looked at that, Thomas has been right there, but he's been kind of off lately. So I went on him because I found him at 28 to 1 and the last time Justin Thomas drifted in kind of those low to mid 20s was at the Players Championship at TPC Sawgrass and I jumped on him Matt Humans was also aboard and we got the win there with JT so I thought he was going to go very well here this week I know he hasn't he's kind of had a little bit of an up and down summer but this is kind of the time where he gets going and when you look at what I consider the elite players in the league the Roms the Dustin Johnsons Thomas McElroy Morikawa I know I'm leaving a few out you're never too far from winning no matter what kind of form you're in so you can absolutely win on any given week so thomas my best guy in position right now patrick cantley also on the first page of the leaderboard he was part of the morning group this morning at three under par now new guy on the bag for cantley matt minister is a usual caddy out with COVID 19 so joe lacava who's had a lot of time off of course he is tiger woods's bag man so he comes aboard to jersey city and is on cantley's bag this week Right now, by the way, the uh, the great scorecard of the day goes to Bryson DeChambeau, who threw 15 holes west as two pars, and is even <laughs> par on the day. <laughs> you know, you would like if if you're Captain Steve Stricker, because Bryson DeChambeau is going to be on that Ryder Cup team right now. He's in the top six. Morikawa and DJ have clinched their spots, but obviously Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka, those guys, Xander Schauffele, no matter where they finish in the points, they're going to be on that team. Jordan Spieth, you would think Patrick Reed, although Reed did withdraw today with an ankle injury, he's been really playing a lot of golf lately, and he took off from Wyndham. I didn't know if it was St- Captain Stricker saying, "Hey, dude." We're going to select you for the team if you don't make the top six in points. So, you know, take it easy. Take the week off. So this is what kind of they're playing for now because I believe after the BMW championship is when Steve Stricker is going to have his decision. And then it's a couple weeks later for Team Europe. But, you know, somebody asked me, I was doing a local radio hit uh, yesterday and asked me, does Ryder Cup really matter this time? I go, this time of year? Yes, it does. I think these guys are absolutely trying to play their way in the position, especially the guys in Team Europe as well because you You've seen their success over the years. So, yeah, they're playing for a lot of money and a lot of prestige in these big events. 125 this week, then 70 next week at the BMW, then down to the 30 in Atlanta for the Tour Championship. Well, you would imagine, Wes, uh, that Patrick Reed is going to be on that roster regardless just yes. because we know he is an elite match play maybe, player. Maybe he's like, he's kind of like our Poulter in, in many ways. <laughs> Obviously, he did not he did not have a very good showing when he was paired with Tiger over at Le Golf National in Paris, but that was one time he has always been kind of a guy that really carried the team, not only in the winning and losing effort in his previous couple Ryder Cups. So, yeah, Patrick Reed's going to find his way on that team. Wes, anything that could have gone wrong in France three years ago went wrong for Team USA yes. in our Ryder Cup. Yes, so uh, hopefully Steve Stricker, for his sake, has a little bit more harmony within the team. Of course, you have Brooks and Bryson on the same team. I don't think he's going to go all Hal Sutton and put them out together like how, like he did with Tiger and <laughs> Phil years ago. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that would be the right move. Anyway, when we get back, there was a humongous comeback today in Major League Baseball. We'll tell you about it next here on My Guys in the Desert on v Season is here. It's the perfect time for you to huddle up with the VEASAN Pro Football Betting Guide 
Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. The guide's only $20, and discounts are available when you buy both the NFL and College Guide. Reserve your copy or sign up for VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer the entire football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It is my guys in the desert. I'm Jeff Parles. Wes Reynolds here as well. Happy to be with you on a Thursday afternoon here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. And let's uh, dive into some baseball here, Wes. And one of the biggest comebacks of the year actually happened in Motown today. The Tigers, after five, if you bet Detroit, minus 105, even money, depending on where you bet it, you're feeling all right about yourself. Up 10 to two at the end of five innings. Final score, Angels 13, Tigers 10. Yeah, this was a split for me. I did half and half, uh, first five and full game. And look, I think it was right to fade Jose Quintana, considering that 8.6 ERA on the road. And look, Jose Quintana, to uh, what we handicapped before, just one in the third inning he goes, gives up seven hits, five earned runs, and Aaron Slager's not much better in relief. So look, Tigers had a 10-2 to lead, and all of a sudden the Tigers were kind of playing well. It was like I saw the other day, they were only uh, four games under 500. Now, ever since they've lost three straight, and look, they they pounded Quintana. They did what they had to do, and then all of a sudden they give up that lead. And this is kind of now the dog days of summer for baseball because some of these teams, you can't just trust these bullpens. Yeah, they got to play first five. You also look, you're starting to see like we saw in Baltimore and Tampa, which we'll get to in a minute. You saw as high as four dollars in the market on the Tampa Bay Rays, and you know people are going to start parlaying these teams. Now, I do think you want to be a little careful and you still want to handicap the games individually instead of just saying oh I'm just going to automatically bet against the Pirates today where you're probably cashing more tickets than you're losing but if you're doing all these parlays but nevertheless Angels now I believe that puts them one game over 500 if I'm not mistaken so they've just kind of been hanging in there but you know or actually that puts them right at 500 but the Shohei show had a couple hits today no home runs today but I know that we were going to touch on that I think in the open I think he hit what is 40 last night, Jeff, mm-hmm. 40th home run. And I do concur with our colleague here at VEASAN on Mitch Moss. This is over in the AL MVP. He is going to win this award. I think he's like a minus thousand or maybe a little bit less than change than that. But, you know, I'm not going to necessarily bet it, but I think it's probably if you want to bet a thousand to win a hundred, that's a free hundred bucks for you to have for a dinner at whatever casino or shop that you're betting that at. Because I just think, look, the voting I think is going to be with him too. Not just the numbers he is putting up, the 40 home runs and 18 steals, and also what he's done on the mound. But I think there's sentiment behind him because if we call back at the All Star break when I believe it was Stephen A. who's saying, well, this guy can't be the face of baseball because he doesn't speak much English. You know, a Japanese player is not going to be the face of baseball. And Stephen A got his hand slapped a lot by the sports media for giving that opinion and take. And I think so there's, I think, some momentum for Shohei Otani that people are going to vote for this guy. Like, oh, yeah, well, this guy's been the best guy in baseball this year. Well, when you have 40 home runs, when you are, by war, a top five pitcher mm-hmm. in the American League and mm-hmm. top 10 in all of baseball, it's a no-brainer. Look, Josh Towers on our network, uh, who hosts Veasan's Bet Center with me on the weekends, has been saying it for about two months. This race is over as yes. long as Otani makes it to the end of the yes. season on his two feet. Yes. At this point, even if Otani were to miss some time, if he, God forbid, were to get injured down the stretch here, this is already over anyway. Yeah. Even if he didn't, even if he didn't play another game this year, Shohei Otani should win the MVP. Yeah, easily and I'm seeing now minus twelve dollars at BetMGM. I think the nearest guy is Vlad Guerrero Jr. at yep. eight to one. Then you drop down to Rafael Devers at forty to one. All these other MLB awards, I think, are very much still up for grabs, with the exception of maybe NL Rookie of the Year. I think Jonathan India now kind of getting some distance with the Cincinnati Reds with the rest of the field, but this AL MVP is long over. Let's go to uh, let's go to a team that is not any good. A team that has lost 15 straight games, and Wes, uh, they are making some betting history in some bad ways. And that is the Baltimore Orioles, who are now 38 and 82. First team to go uh, to the uh, wrong side clinching uh, there this year in the American League, uh, clinching an under 500 record for the Orioles. They actually beat the Diamondbacks there today with that loss uh, to the Rays, 7-2. to The Rays were almost $4 in spots mm-hmm. today. And, Wes, it doesn't matter how you bet the Orioles pre-flop right now. 
During this 15-game losing streak, the Orioles have not covered a run line, getting a run and a half. So they have lost every single game by at least two. Now, here's the problem. Take the two and a half, you say, Wes? Hasn't worked either. Yeah. They've won once in the last 15 games on the super run line, getting two and a half. So they are they are playing historically bad baseball at the moment. Yeah, and, and when you bet these teams, if you if you bet against them or you just want to stay away from them, which I often do with some of these teams, because you don't want to bet them that night where you get your hand caught in the cookie jar and then all of a sudden a big underdog beats you and you're just parlaying them like it's a free square in your pick five at Delmar or something. So if you look at the Orioles, one way to be creative kind of betting these guys is maybe to look at team totals. If your shop offers team totals and bet them a little bit to the under because this is not a team that's scoring runs. You know they're going to give up a lot of runs. Not a great pitching staff. So if you look at the team total on some of these guys, I think they actually went under again to gate. That team total was like two and a half, but it was juiced to the over about a dollar thirty. So you know you kind of got to be a little creative. Use your full menu. Don't necessarily just say ah, I'm going to put them in a parlay. You know you can be a little creative with this. Maybe betting the uh, runs, hits, errors prop under, betting the team total under. But usually when a team is this bad and on this bad of a run. I just don't want anything to do with them. Speaking of a team that is not any good either, they look like they're going to be the first team to clinch an under 500 record, but no sir here, Wes Reynolds, and they are winning again today. The Diamondbacks, who took a series over the weekend from the Padres, are now on the cusp of sweeping the Phillies. Mm-hmm. For nothing, the Diamondbacks with three here in the seventh to extend their lead, and the Phillies, who... That looked like in pretty good to be in pretty good shape after hammering the Mets into oblivion, yeah. oblivion just two weekends ago. If they don't come back from four runs down against the Diamondbacks, they will be four games behind the Atlanta Braves in the NL East. Yeah, and you got your Cy Young candidate, Zach Wheeler, going on the mound today, and you can't go beat the Arizona Diamondbacks. By the way, mad bum right now through seven innings, just 85 pitches. Only allowed one hit on this afternoon. So Wheeler is a guy I thought, okay, maybe for National League Cy Young that this guy is going to kind of run away with, with it now that Jacob deGrom, of course, is out. But maybe not so fast. That is still wide open, Milwaukee. He's got a couple guys and a couple ponies in that race as well. But, yeah, bad timing for me. I did bet the Philadelphia Phillies to win the NL East, and now all of a sudden they're looking up big time at the Atlanta Braves. I would, in the NL Cy Young real quick, Kevin Gosman, Corbin Burns. Those Mm -hmm. are the only two guys I would look at right now. When we get back, we're looking at the night games in Major League Baseball. Here are my guys in the desert on v This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. 
Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> You're here. You're here already. No. Uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this. That's, day. The, that's we the problem. We didn't realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh, my God. We were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize <laughs> well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how how lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Casella Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to My Guys in the Desert, live from the OddsTrader.com studio at the South Point Hotel and Casino. Go to OddsTrader.com now, download the free OddsTrader app, and start winning with up-to-the-second information that you need with OddsTrader. It is My Guys in the Desert. I'm Jeff Parles, Wes Reynolds alongside. A quick Major League Baseball update before we get into tonight's games. Uh, a little bit of chaos in Arlington, and this would be uh, the definition of a horrible loss for the mm-hmm. Seattle Mariners, who are still squarely in the AL wild card race. Yes. Amazingly enough, West had a 7 2 lead after eight and a half innings. It's now 7 to 7, and the Rangers, did, excuse me, the Mariners did not score in the top of the 10th. So Texas, with the ghost runner at second, will have a chance to steal a game from the Mariners here. Yeah, and it would absolutely be theft. Rangers right now, 36 games under 500. A lot of really bad teams yeah. <laughs> in baseball this year now, though, when you look about it. And also in this 10th uh, inning lottery, Astros, two runs here, nobody out, still bases loaded. They are tied in Kauffman Stadium against Kansas City, but no more. Now 5-3, to three sacks back. This could be... A big inning for the Strohs. Yeah, this would be avoiding the sweep in Kansas City for Astro, for the Astros as well. Uh, Irvin Santana's in the game right now for Kansas City, if you want to know how things are going right now, Wes. Yeah, they're not going swimmingly. At least they get an out there. So now one out, sacks back for the Astros. And look, the Astros kind of, if you look over the last couple of weeks, they've kind of had some shaky spots a little bit. They remember they, they lost three or four at home to Minnesota after they had that series at Chavez Ravine. And you kind of thought that that was going to be be a letdown spot because it's always intriguing to talk with baseball guys because baseball I think is the most numbers and analytics influenced sport and you certainly want to use that stuff and I certainly do but I'm still a believer sometimes there are scheduling spots I know not as many in like football or basketball but there's still some scheduling spots in baseball so sometimes you get a team against another really good team and then it's like okay you got to drop down and play like the Rangers or the Twins or the Rockies or somebody like that and you get gotten a couple of those games and we've seen that a little bit with Houston here in this series and yeah, the Astros of course uh, have a home sweep at the hands of the Orioles earlier this year yes. as well so uh, Texas has had pro- or excuse me Houston has had problems 
with bad teams yeah. at times this year. Still in the lead in the AL West. Uh, they were helped out by the White Sox this week uh, as the White Sox uh, took the first two against the A's before falling today. 5-4 Oakland able to salvage the final one on the south side. A rare defeat for the White Sox against yes. a left-handed pitcher, but it did come today. Cole Irvin, six solid innings for the Oakland A's. Dylan Cease was, uh, again, uh, the escape job mm-hmm. that he is. Uh, mm-hmm. Eight base runners over six innings. Only gave up three runs, but not good enough as the White Sox fell to the A's 5-4. to four. Let's go to the night games. There are four late games tonight in Major League Baseball. And let's start in the Bronx. The Yankees and the Twins. West side. The Yankees own the Minnesota Twins. We mm-hmm. know that. It has been 15 years of 750 baseball against Minnesota for the New York Yankees. And Jameson Tyone, who's really pitched well recently uh, on the bump for the Yanks, uh, minus 255 at DraftKings on New York, plus 205 on John Gant and the Minnesota Twins tonight. Total um, open 9.5, now up to 10.5. Boy, you mentioned escape jobs, and nobody, I think, fits that description more in 2020 in Major League. <laughs> baseball than John Gann, Correct. who now the former St. Louis Cardinal, he was dealt there at the deadline. Jay Happ went back to St. Louis in exchange, but Gant, the regression has come now a little bit more. Now the ERA is 349. If you remember earlier in the season when his ERA was like in the high ones, like 1.7, 1.8, and then you look at that XFIP. Now sometimes you get those buy low, sell high differences, but a 180 ERA and then like a five and a half on the XFIP is absolutely ludicrous when you look at that, but now it's 349 versus 523. If you look at the strand rate, 77.5%. That's about 5% higher than league average. Batting average balls in play has come back a little bit to earth, 269. So, you know, Gant has – the one thing he's done is he's limited home runs. He's only allowed seven long balls in 100 innings pitch since the start of last season. But he's also not pitched in Yankee Stadium very often. So, you got to limit the long ball there. You're going to really need to. The velocity is obviously fallen. I think he's a lower-end starting pitcher in Major League Baseball. The market agrees. Plus, with Minnesota last night, in terms of a situation, Lewis Thorpe was a starter. He did leave a game early with an injury, so the Twins had to pitch a bullpen game, basically, before what inevitably may become a bullpen game tonight. Now, Gant, he's going to need to go a little longer, and to your point, Jamison Tyone has pitched a lot better of late. Yankees also starting to get a little bit healthier in that lineup and slowly getting guys back, not only from injuries, but from COVID and whatnot. So you you look at that Yankees injury report, a lot less, a lot thinner, even though Glaber Torres still out with the Mm -hmm. thumb, Rochella, Herman, they're still waiting to come back with that shoulder injury, but they've gotten Chapman back. They've gotten Sanchez back, a couple others. So Yankees, I think, in a lot better shape than they were a few weeks ago. Wes, they've made up 11 games in five weeks on the Boston Red Sox and the Yankees right now lead Boston by a game, lead Oakland by a half Mm -hmm. a game in the American League wildcard chase. And look, it was just a matter of will the Yankees, do the Yankees have a run in them? And the, it has been a resounding yes over the last yeah. four and a half weeks. Yeah, Brian, somebody woke up Brian Cashman there in the Bronx and said, hey, might want to get a couple left-handed bats in that lineup yeah. uh, with that short <laughs> right field porch that you have seen for about the better part of two decades. So they did exactly that with Rizzo and with Joey Gallo. So there you see right now the New York Yankees five games back of the Rays. Certainly not out of it because we're going to see if this Rays staff can kind of keep it together. They didn't really go get a starting arm at the deadline, which surprised me a little bit. So Yankees plus the Boston Red Sox obviously falling on hard times, especially that pitching. So New York right in it. Let's go to the NL here. We'll go to Cincinnati, 7-10 Eastern first pitch at the Great American Ballpark. And what a missed opportunity the last two days for the Cincinnati Reds uh, with the Cubs in their own ballpark losing two in a row coupled with The Padres getting swept by the Rockies, an opportunity to actually vault in front of San Diego for the Reds not taking advantage of. And tonight, uh, Luis Castillo, who has been much better over the last month month or so now against uh, Niedert of the Miami Marlins and West, this is going to be the pattern the last six weeks here. 
team in the race against a team that is bad and completely out of it, you're going to see some wild prices. Yeah. The Reds with Tyler Malley yesterday were over $3 and lost. They're over $3 again today at minus 310. Yeah, and I'm certainly not going to lay it because that Reds bullpen still hasn't necessarily inspired my confidence, and I didn't want to lay it yesterday, even though it's like, okay, because sometimes it's better as we can be stubborn. It's like, okay, this is where the streak stops. This is where we can jump in and dip our toe into the water, and then it gets bitten off and we get too far in the deep end, so I'm not going to necessarily do that here. What I did want to play, actually, before it was going to be Zach Thompson, by the way, Nick Niedert, a late addition here as the starter for for Miami, so I did want to play the team total. It was four and a half when it was against Zach Thompson, because look, Cincinnati, if you're playing team total overs with Cincinnati at the Great American Ballpark, you're certainly doing fairly well, but now it has been priced up to five and a half, but you look at at, at Niedert's numbers, four seven 73 ERA, 679 on the XFIP. Basically, a guy that's a part time starter. Six starts, 26 and two thirds innings pitch. The strikeouts per nine, about six. The walks per nine at 6.75. So, obviously, a very small sample size, but I think the Reds are going to score some runs tonight. So, I'm not going to go with the team total because now it's been adjusted to five and a half at four and a half and heavy juice. I certainly would have played over. No play on this game for me. I, again, it's one of those where if the Reds had taken care of business against the Cubs right, the last two days. Right. Maybe you take a shot on it. Miami had a had a big ninth inning last night against the Braves to at least all right, I know they got swept by Atlanta. At least it's a little bit of yeah. better mojo after scored five in the ninth inning to at least make that final game tight. Miami's away. also one of those teams that aren't very good, but I do believe try every single day and they're they gonna give try, you yeah. and they're gonna give you a full hundred and sixty two games. They at least have a good pitching staff. Uh, Nick Nieder, not necessarily one of those pieces going forward that Derek Jeter and Kim Ng have put together down there in Miami, but they do have a very good staff of young arms for the Marlins, so nothing for me, but look, the Reds, you got to take advantage. I mean, the Padres are trying to let you into that wild card spot, and they are all kind of a mash unit in terms of the pitching staff. They just signed Jake Arrieta for God's sake yeah. and, and pitched him in Coors Field, <laughs> you know, so I mean, what are you going to do in the Padres? I've been saying it all year. That bullpen is getting taxed. Jay Stingler's using these guys way too often. You don't have starters that are going past the fifth inning very often at all, especially those guys like Ryan Weathers, the Sheriff Spaddock's been a little off this year, and now he's on the injured list. So this is the opportunity for Cincinnati. So uh, they got to get going. You can't be dropping games of the Cubs and the Marlins at home. No, you, you cannot for sure. Let's uh, let's keep it in the NL Central. The Brewers, who their lead is nine and a half now on Cincinnati. Talk about putting mm-hmm. any doubt to rest for the Brew Crew. They'll send ace number two to the mound, Brandon Woodruff, uh, against John Lester. Brewers minus 195 with Woodruff on the mound on the road in St. Louis. Cardinals plus 165 on a take back with a total of eight, Wes. Yeah, where I might lean here. And look, credit to the Cardinals. They've kind of, people have kind of come back to them. Now, all of a sudden, the Cardinals are not all that far out of the wild card race necessarily. Only about, I think, three and a half or so back at the Reds. But the way I would probably play this, and I don't know if I'm going to bet this, I might do a first five run line and lay a half a run with Brandon Woodruff, probably about $1.35, $1.40 juice as what you're really looking at. Uh, Cardinals have been hitting the ball a little bit better lately, but you do have a struggling pitcher in John Lester uh, striking out only 14.2% of hitters he faces. He was okay against the Royals, but that's the Royals. Uh, you know, he went five and two thirds, allowed seven hits, just one on run. He doesn't really strike guys out anymore. He doesn't really limit quality contact. The hard hit rate is pretty high against him. So I think that this just works in the Brewers' favor. I would look maybe first five on the run line, but that would just be a lean at this standpoint. Maybe uh, again, Wes. Uh, I, I John Lester's a fade. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals trade deadline was totally perplexing. Right. You, you get Lester and you get Hap, two mm-hmm. aging left-handers who aren't yeah. any good anymore. Uh, this is a, it. Would be a fade, by the way, of uh, of Lester. I'd maybe look Brewers run line here tonight, Wes. Yeah, I certainly couldn't disagree with that. Milwaukee definitely pulling away right now in the Central. Nobody's going to go get them. We're going to go check in with our friends over at Circuit. Derek Stevens, Mike Palm. They're going to join us next here on My Guys in the Desert on Visa.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 